What's going on, guys? Macho Man Maddie Savage here from the Smack Talk team. I may be a day late and a dollar short, but I'm still here to give you my Raw recap for the November 30th edition of Monday Night Raw. Thank you all for tuning along, and I'm going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly from uh, the most recent episode of Monday Night Raw. Um, so let's just dive right into it. Show kicks off with a moment of bliss. Um, absolutely fantastic segment with Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton. Um, Randy Orton pretty much says he's, he's, he's uh, figured out the Fiend's weakness, and it is Alexa Bliss herself. Um, obviously, if, if you tuned in, the lights went out. Uh, Orton starts mentioning, uh, you know, you're manipulating uh, Bray Wyatt, the Fiend. Uh, Alexa Bliss gets back in his face, says, who's, who's actually manipulating who here? Um, lights go out, like I said, out comes the Fiend. Alexa Bliss is in Randy Orton's arms, and The Fiend shows a little bit of weakness. And, you know, it's it's interesting to see that happen. Um, he, he he needed Alexa Bliss back, and, you know, it, it was a, a very powerful segment to me. Um, it showed a little bit of weakness on The Fiend's end. I'm really anxious to see what's going to happen next. Obviously, as you all know, a couple years back, Randy Orton burnt down. Sister Abigail's house, and he also mentioned that during a moment of bliss. Um, so it's going to be really interesting where this feud is going. I like that there isn't a title involved with it. I don't think it needs to be. Um, obviously, Bray Wyatt is doing great things as the Fiend. Alexa Bliss has been great alongside him now, joining him in the Firefly Funhouse. Uh, Randy Orton, obviously, when giving the right tools, you know that that man is going to perform. He. Uh, he, he, he just finished the feud with Drew McIntyre a couple weeks back. Unfortunately, obviously lost the title. Um, but now, the direction that this is heading, I have no idea what's going to happen next. And I'll tell you what, I consider this to be very good. Um, sticking to what happened next, right after that, we got right into the Symphony of Destruction match. Um, I'm not going to call this the good, the bad, or the ugly. I'm going to call this a, a, a decent match. You know, the 24-7 title got involved in, with the guys coming out and truth. I mean, obviously, creative, if you want to talk ugly, creative obviously has nothing going for the w, uh, the 24-7 title. Um, it's just becoming a lost cause week after week when they even uh, show up on the show itself. Um, but that's that's the ugly. But let's let's get back into this match because another ugly part was the ending. Um Jeff Hardy with a swanton bomb off the top turnbuckle onto the outside onto Elias and his head man if you saw it his head definitely cracked that bottom uh step um he he obviously finished the match he pinned Elias got the big win for himself look looks like he seemed to be okay but I mean I think that is the end of that feud I really did think Elias was actually going to come out on top because, uh, to me, he needs the, the the push more than Jeff Hardy at this point in his career. But I do think that Elias is going to be a focal point um, on Raw going forward. And for that, I'm not mad at it. Next up, we had... Uh, I'm going to call this the somewhat bad. Uh, we're, we're talking Ricochet versus Slapjack. There was a retribution, um, quick little backstage thing you know they're, they're pulling the same crap we are retribution and we're here to fuck shit up and you know what i really gave these guys a shot i did 
when this was all first starting a couple months back, but man, it's just, it's getting worse and worse by the week, and I'm trying to still give it a chance, but man, the match between Ricochet and Slapjack, was it good? It was okay. Slapjack got the big win. Obviously, there was some distraction on the outside, but uh, I'm just over it, man. Then we jumped into Miss TV. Um, so you had two talk shows within the first hour of the show. I'm not mad at it. They were both different. Moment of Bliss, obviously, compared to Miss TV. Um, they, they brought out Sheamus. They, they kind of teased the whole Sheamus is going to turn on Drew McIntyre later, in the mat, uh, later on in the night because they had a tag team match against Miz and Morrison. Uh, yeah, I, I consider that to be okay. Now let's get into the real bad. I'm talking bad. I'm talking ugly. I'm talking get this shit off my TV. I'm talking Asuka and Lana versus Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. I didn't actually tune into this whole match. I'm over this whole uh, Lana storyline. I mean, I, I get what they're trying to do. They're really trying to push her as the, the poor thing, baby face run. And you've got Asuka, the Raw Women's Champion, having her back. I mean, is this leading to... Asuka and Lana about to beat Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler for the women's tag titles. I mean, I talked about it last week. The whole Raw women's division is in a disarray. They, they, they just don't even know where they're going week after week at this point. And someone like Asuka, again, I mean, I said this last week, but you got Asuka with no direction. She doesn't have a, a challenger for the Raw women's title. Um, Lana, obviously, again, shouldn't even be in that women's title picture she shouldn't even be in this tag title picture um and obviously you guys know how i feel about nia jackson Shayna Baszler as a team i think they need to split up um so that that's honestly that's all i got to say about that let's talk about some more good some interesting i guess uh cedric alexander versus xavier woods happened next um new day came out they cut a quick promo um pretty much calling out the hurt business talking about how they've beat the hurt business week after week i mean were they wrong? Absolutely not. But it's WWE, so we got to keep this feud going. Even though the Hurt Business has lost two weeks in a row um, challenging for the Raw Tag Titles. So now we get Cedric Alexander versus Xavier, uh, Xavier Woods. Was this a bad match? Absolutely not. It's nice to see Xavier Woods uh, showcasing some of his talent as a singles competitor. Um, the, he, he didn't come out on top, obviously. Cedric Alexander got the big win for the Hurt Business. What is this doing for them? It's obviously just keeping the feud going. It's going to give the Hurt Business another opportunity. It wouldn't surprise me to see um, uh, Cedric's... Who the hell is his partner right now? I'm drawing a blank from the Hurt Business. But uh, he's probably... Man, drawing a mean blank right now. But uh, Cedric Alexander and... And I love the Hurt Business right now. i got MVP, Bobby Lashley. Man... Who's that other guy? Because it's not coming to me. But it's going to come to me as I keep going. But whoever that is is going to challenge Kofi Kingston probably next week. Probably going to get a win too. Her business is going to move on. They're going to actually get another ta a tag title match. So really, all this was was another way of keeping the Hurt business relevant, which I'm not against that at all. Um, and the feud goes on. Moving on. More good. Now we're into the, the triple threat match. I mean, I thought, honestly, 
The match was phenomenal. I'm talking Keith Lee versus Riddle versus AJ Styles. And no, I did not say phenomenal because of AJ Styles being in the match. I truly did think it was a really good match. Um, the right man definitely came out on top, in my opinion. AJ Styles, as you all know, is now the number one contender for Drew McIntyre's WWE Championship. Um, so, good match between the three of them, of course. All great talents that WWE has right now. Um, I thought this match should have been your main event, to be honest. Um, instead, it, of course, as I mentioned earlier, it was uh, the, the tag team match between Sheamus and Drew McIntyre versus Miz and Morrison, which I'll get, I'll get into that shortly because it kind of ties into AJ Styles getting the win here. Um, something I just want to touch on real quick, the way that they really showcased Riddle on Monday Night Raw. Um, a lot of backstage uh, segments with Riddle, with Keith Lee, with AJ Styles. Um, then after this match, he was backstage and MVP confronted him, um, which then led to Bobby Lashley laying out Riddle, which if you guys tuned into last week's uh, Raw recap, I did mention that I think Riddle needs to head into that United States title picture. And boom, here we are, November 30th, Monday Night Raw, Riddle loses the triple threat match. I don't think he was ready for the WWE Championship picture right now anyway. And boom, right into the United States title picture. And that's that's cool, bro. Uh, let's talk about some more bad. Unfortunately, I mean, the show had some good, some bad, and some ugly, as I've mentioned. Dana Brooke takes on Reckoning. Uh, Mia Yim, as you all know, that's who it is. Her mask fell off <laughs> like a minute into the match. Whether that was on purpose or not, I don't think it looked like it was. Um, and she takes a loss. She takes a, a roll-up pin loss. Then you've got Mustafa, Mustafa Ali, as they're calling him now, because that's his name. Um, he comes to the ring and just pretty much belittles uh, Reckoning, Mia Yim, whatever you want to call her now. To me, it, it looked like a little bit of a tease that she may be separating from the group. Um, I think it's definitely too early to tell. I, I don't think that's the case. I think that was just Ali really stressing the fact that Retribution is not here to fail. It didn't look good on Reckoning's part to take the loss here to someone like Dana Brooke. I mean, I get what happened. She attacked Dana Brooke a couple weeks back. Um, and this is Dana Brooke getting her uh, Retribution, if you, if you know what I mean. Um, but I, I think Reckoning, Mia Yim, whatever you want to call her, I really think she, she needed the win here. Um, I think she could have been a uh, a valid contender to, to go up against someone like Oscar right now, which I just mentioned, she's lost in the sauce. She's stuck in the women's tag team title pitches as the Raw Women's Champion. So why couldn't we have Oscar versus Reckoning? Um, but hey, I don't write this shit. I just watch it. Then of course we had our main event, the tag team match between Sheamus and Drew McIntyre versus Miz and Morrison. The point of this here, obviously, Miz continues to tease. The fact that he's trying to cash in his Money in the Bank briefcase. He earlier after earlier in the night after AJ Styles got the win, he he was confronted backstage by Miz and Morrison, basically saying, "Help me be there tonight in this main event. Help me take out Drew McIntyre. I'll cash in my Money in the Bank. I'll become the champ, and then you can take on me at TLC." And the whole point of it, obviously, it makes total booking sense. AJ Styles, the way he even replied to him, he looked at it as, you know what, man? I'll give you a hand because me taking on you is going to be an easier challenge for me than taking on Drew McIntyre at TLC. And, I mean, no, I'm not trying to discredit The Miz at all. I think he's a, 
He is definitely an A-lister. He's a great superstar. But when you look at the Miz and Drew McIntyre, I mean, really, really. It's all it's Drew McIntyre without a doubt. Um, so obviously the match goes on and the match ends and out comes AJ Styles comes to the ring, takes out Drew McIntyre, and then it looks like we've got the cash in about to happen, and then it doesn't happen. Another tease on Monday Night Raw to close the show. I mean, I'm not mad at it, honestly. Uh, I thought it was interesting seeing uh, Omos, 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 I think they're calling him. I, I didn't really get it. Uh, the, the big guy that's following along with AJ Styles now. Um, he he saved AJ from getting into it with Drew McIntyre after Drew was able to overcome the odds again as the champ. Um, and, I mean, let's look at the big picture here. We've got AJ Styles. We've got Drew McIntyre coming in a couple weeks at TLC. I expect that to be an incredible match because, I mean, you got two great in-ring competitors. Um, you've got the Miz lurking in the background, obviously, with the briefcase. You never know when it's going to happen, and that's why we watch Raw every week, you know? Now, there is that threat of the Miz cashing in. Will it happen before TLC? I don't think it will. Um, are we going to continue to see these teased cash-in attempts? 100%. Am I mad at that? No. How can you be? I mean, it, it, it keeps the entertainment factor up on the show. Um, it keeps you wondering what's going to happen next, good or bad or ugly. Um, and will it happen at TLC? Mm, it remains to be seen. I, I do think that Mrs. Cashin is coming sooner rather than later. That you, I mean, you can only tease this so long. Um, do I think he's going to successfully cash in? I do, and I think he deserves it. Um, so, I mean... We'll have to wait and see what happens. Um, but overall, honestly, I thought Monday Night Raw, November 30th edition, was pretty good. I think last week's episode was uh, a little better. Overall, I'm going to give the show a B. Again, it, ke- it kept me entertained throughout. There's definitely some good going on. There's definitely some bad. It's just what you're going to get on a weekly basis. It's a three-hour show, but this is why we watch. So, guys, that's going to wrap it up for my uh, Monday Night Raw recap for the November 30th edition. If you are just tuning in here, I mean, we're reaching the end of the show, but make sure you give us a like, a follow, a share, a retweet, a subscribe. Hit us up on our Spotify. Hit us up on all our social media outlets. We're here for you. We are here with more content coming soon. Stay tuned. Of course, thank you. I am the Macho Man, Matty Savage from the Smack Talk team, and I'm out.